Equipment and Monitor, Section 4, 11 of 12, Pulse Contour Analysis. Emerging technology allows us to more accurately assess fluid balance by providing more precise measures of fluid responsiveness, oxygen delivery, and microcirculatory flow. While there are many pulse contour monitors on the market, most of them use either the arterial waveform or the SpO2 waveform to complete their calculations. Examples include platysmography variability index, it uses pulse oximeter, stroke volume variation, it uses the esophageal Doppler, systolic pressure variation, it uses the arterial pressure, and pulse pressure variation, it uses arterial pressure. This image illustrates pulse pressure variation as calculated from the arterial waveform. It measures the maximum and the minimum pulse pressure values throughout the respiratory cycle, and the percentage change is called pulse pressure variation. How does it work? Pulse contour analysis provides a measure of preload responsiveness as a function of how stroke volume changes during the respiratory cycle. Assume positive pressure ventilation. Said another way, change in intrathoracic pressure during positive pressure ventilation can influence stroke volume. And we can use this data to predict whether a patient requires volume resuscitation. Inspiration. A positive pressure breath augments left ventricular filling. Compression of the pulmonary veins and pleural restriction impedes right ventricular filling. Increased left ventricular filling increases stroke volume, starling mechanism. Expiration. Left ventricular filling decreases. Decrease right ventricular preload on previous beats. Reduce left ventricular preload. The time delay is called pulmonary transit time. Decreased left ventricular filling reduces stroke volume. A hypovolemic patient will have a greater degree of stroke volume variation throughout the respiratory cycle as a function of intrathoracic pressure's effect on right ventricular filling and function. Does the patient need more fluid? As a general rule, preload responsiveness can be assumed when a 200 to 250 ml fluid bolus improves stroke volume more than 10%. Dynamic measures of the pulse contour, like PVI, SVB, SPB, PBV, tend to predict volume responsiveness when the calculated measurement is greater than 13 to 15%, although this number is a function of the specific monitor. Notice there are two fluid boluses that are administered at different points on the curve. Fluid bolus 1 increases stroke volume in excess of 10%, while fluid bolus 2 only increases stroke volume by 3%. If the stroke volume increases by more than 10%, then it is reasonable to administer additional fluid boluses 200 to 250 ml until the stroke volume changes by less than 10%. At this point, the patient is on the optimal position of the starling curve. Once we've established the patient is at the plateau, we can extrapolate that additional fluid is not helpful, perhaps even harmful, and other measures such as vasoactive drugs should be considered if this patient is hypotensive or oxygen delivery is impaired. Limitations. We must always recognize the limitations of the tools we use. Here are some variables that can introduce error into our assessment of the post-contour analysis. Spontaneous ventilation, small tidal volume, Beep, open chest, right ventricular dysfunction, dysrhythmias.